0: Hi everyone, my name is Yosef Siegel and welcome back to the Amen Torah Podcast. This week we start a brand new Sefer Sefer Shmos, starting with Parsha Shmos, and let's get right into it. So we begin the new Sefer Sefer Shmos, which begins with B'nai Yisrael transitioning from this extended family of 70 people uh, that we talked about uh, in Parsha's Vayigash and Vayechi. Growing into a great and mighty nation, vayishrutzu vayirbu mode, that they just uh, kept expanding, expanding, had more and more children, until they're almost taking over Mitzrayim. They're just a tremendous amount of people. And fearing uh, this nation, which had again turns from this family into, you know, all of a sudden this uh, this overwhelming population, Pyro tricks them into becoming his slaves. And this slavery lasts two hundred and ten years, as we know, until they were redeemed. At uh, Pesach time, and of course everyone knows the story. But if we just examine the story from the beginning, it's strange why Paro enslaved the Bnei Israel at all. Uh, we don't see anywhere that they showed any ill will towards the Egyptians. You know, uh, Paro tells his advisors that uh, we're afraid that maybe they'll uh, take over the country. Um, but uh, you don't see any indication of that. The Bnei Israel seemed very happy to stay in their little corner of Mitzrayim, uh, in Goshen, and, and live and, and thrive there. And more importantly... You would think that they, uh, they deserved a little bit of the benefit of the doubt. I mean, Yosef uh, had taken Mitzrayim and turned them into a world power. Yaakov's arrival had uh, ended the famine, which had uh, drained the rest of the world of resources and really the rest of the country except for Yosef's uh, uh, storehouses. So it had brought uh, success and uh, sustenance back to Mitzrayim. And yet, here they are right away, going straight into uh, <laughs> into turning the B'nai Israel into slaves. So why would Paro do this? And the answer is written clearly in the Pasek. This is in uh, Paragalif, Pasek Chess. The Pazak says, A new king uh, took over Egypt, Asher Le Yosef, who did not know Yosef. So, this uh, seems to answer our question very well. Since he had no knowledge of everything Yosef had done for his country, Paro had no problems seeing Veneaserl as a potential threat and acting accordingly, trying to take them out before uh, they could get to him. But that really doesn't make any sense either, because, you know, historical records may not have been then what they are now, but it really had not been that long since Yosef was alive. Uh, Yosef was one of the, I think he was the first of the Shvatim to die, and then uh, one by one they all passed away, and then Levi, I think uh, the Medrash says was the last one uh, to pass away, and then just a little bit afterwards is when uh, the Shibud, is when the slavery began. So it's only a few years since then. How could the entire country, uh, new king or not, all of a sudden not have any recollection of the man who had turned them into a world power? So Rashi explains this very simply. Power pretended as if he didn't remember Yosef in order that he could enslave the Jews, meaning Power just wanted a free workforce, and he saw a potential ally to do it. So he acted as if he owed Yosef nothing, and that's what it means that he didn't know Yosef. He owed the Jewish people nothing, and he turned them into his slaves. Uh, Rev Hirsch, I believe, builds on this point and explains that whenever you have the phrase uh, in the Torah of kum al, right, that, that we see in the passage it says, Vayakum Malechadash al Mitzrayim. So whenever you have uh, that phrasing, it refers to a hostile takeover. This was a totally new uh, dynasty in Mitzrayim. A foreign power had come in uh, at some point after the Shvatim had died, and in order to ensure that his new rule was secure, he wanted to eradicate all the memory of the good that Yosef had done for the Egyptian people, which would further solidify his position as the one providing the good from its rhyme. So how did he do that? He, uh, he turned the Bnei Yisrael, Yosef's people, into slaves. He said, they haven't done anything for us. Let's at least uh, get them to do something for us now by having them uh, work for us for free. And that's why, Rav Hirsch explains, that's why it says in the Passuk, that it says that the king of Mitzrayim didn't know who Yosef was because the nation, the people in Mitzrayim who were uh, there from before the takeover uh, certainly knew uh, who Yosef was and what he had done for them. And the final explanation I want to say is from the Kaliyakar. He explains that when the Pasuk says it's not giving a reason why Paro uh, was able to enslave the Jews. It's instead a warning to Paro. The Shvatim, we all know the story, the Shvatim did all they could to stop Yosef's dreams from coming true. Yosef comes to them with these dreams of of becoming king over them, ruling over them, and they could not handle this. They end up throwing him into a pit of dangerous animals to see if he would die. Nothing happens to him. They sold him into slavery in Mitzrayim. No slave had ever come out of slavery in Mitzrayim, whether he was freed, whether he became uh, an important person, whether uh, he just got out of the country. It had never, ever happened. So they figure, okay, we sell him the slave of Mitzrayim. That's the last we're ever going to hear from him. And what happens? He eventually becomes the second in command of the country. All his dreams come true. The, the whole family comes down he provides for them. And he turns Egypt into a world power. No matter what they tried, it was Hashem's desire that Yosef reach the position that he did and accomplish what he was supposed to do. And there was no power anywhere that could stop that from happening. Pyra was now attempting to do the same thing. He wanted to push down the Bnei Israel. He tried to stop them from having children. He tried to kill their sons. He tried to place them uh, in a servitude from which they would never recover. But all that failed. It was the will of Hashem that Bnei Israel survive, thrive, become a great nation, and eventually leave Mitzrayim and receive the Torah, become the Amashem Hashem, and eventually get back to Eretz Israel. And there was nothing power could do to stop that. Regardless of his will and whatever schemes he can cook up. So it comes along the Pasik and says Vakam Melchadash and power is gonna come now and he's gonna to try to do something new, but Ashurla Yadas Yosef. He obviously doesn't know the lesson of Yosef. He didn't realize that what it was meant to be from Hashem, he couldn't stop that. There was no way he could do anything about it. And he eventually learned this the hard way, as we see in the continuation of the Sefer, with how Ben get out of Mitzrayim, and what happens to Mitzrayim uh, since then in history, when uh, they've been nothing more than a third world country, falling from the world power that they were in the times of Yosef and his brothers. Thank you very much, everyone, for listening. For any questions, comments, or to subscribe to the email newsletter, please email me at amemtorah at gmail.com. That's A-I-M-E-M-T-O-R-A-H at gmail.com. The email newsletter will give you updates for Amem Torah, as well as the written version of the Zavar Torah in your inbox, along with an MP3 download of this podcast. The podcast is also available on iTunes. Just search for the Amem Torah podcast or my name, Yosef Siegel. Please check out the blog itself, Old Ideas for the Modern Mind, where you can get the written version of this week's Dvar Torah, as well as the archived versions of the previous eight years of Amem Torah Divre Torah. Please check out my website, HashkafaHandbook.com, where this podcast is hosted, and learn more about my book, Reality Check, a handbook of Ashkafa. And finally, please check us out on social media. We're on Facebook at Facebook.com slash and on Twitter. Twitter handle at A-M-E-M-T-O-R-A-H. That's A-I-M-E-M-T-O-R-A-H. Thank you very much everyone for listening and have a great job.